Hello everyone, I'm Catwoman. And I'm Gigi the Gadget Goddess. And we are your homegirls of tech. Here on the Gadget Chats podcast. We got a slide of section in there for Emily. Yes, we do. <laughs> I didn't think about that until we came back. I was like, And I'm Emily. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and she's Emily. <laughs> we'll, we'll get that right next time. Yeah. But as you can hear, or you can see, Emily's with us today. And she's going to be like a frequent panel guest, you know, when she has time for us. Mm-hmm. She's always welcome on our platform. Absolutely. Thank you, thank you. I would do it every week, but you know, I have to parent sometimes. (laughs) So, you know. We all have to parent sometime, I guess. It's not really something, you know, we can help. So, I guess I'll knock out the people who are here, and uh, then we'll get started. Yep. Rachel was first Hey, in the UK. Hey. Greetings all the way from the UK. Thanks for coming. I know it's a huge time difference for you. So, yeah, we appreciate you. We appreciate your your support. (laughs) Barry was next. Hey, Barry. Rachel was happy that she beat Michael, and then Michael (laughs) came after that. Hey, Michael. Michael, unfortunately, is under the weather. So we'll mm. keep him in prayer and mm. hope that he's doing better soon. I hope you feel better, Michael. That's when Catwoman showed her lovely face to tell Michael to feel better. <laughs> <laughs> Shay Kennedy is here. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I already said Barry, Shay, Rachel. Lori came in. Hey, Lori. Shout out to Lori. We thank you for the contribution to the Gadget Chats podcast. Yes, we received a little a little thank you in our PayPal. We appreciate that. And congratulations to your daughter for getting engaged. I'm so happy. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. I guess I missed that somewhere on social media. I am sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I eat, sleep, and work here lately. <laughs> and stream with y'all online. Mm-hmm. Of course, the essentials. Yep. Um, I was going to say something else about Lori. Oh, and others can, you know, we have our donation links in the description. One of the other things we've always had, and we haven't had anybody do in a while, I thought about it today, is we have voicemail. So yes. you can always send us a voicemail. Mm-hmm. That's at uh, that's on the Anchor site, right? Yeah, if you just go to gadgetchats.com, it'll take you there. You can leave us a voice message. So there's a thing, if you didn't know about it. Because I know we got some newer people that didn't know anything about that. Yeah. Sean Williams is in the building. Oh. Two phones. Hey. Who likes to check us out from Facebook. And then sometimes on um, Twitter, which Periscope ain't going to be around much longer. And then he'll come into YouTube. Oh, yeah. He's in YouTube, too. There he is. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with that. You circle around and speak everywhere. <laughs> Uh, Rachel. Big Mosley. Shout out to Big Mosley. I'm glad he hit me up on Twitter. Somehow he got banned from my personal account, so I made sure he's able to get back in there. Wow, okay. I'm going to have to redo my mods or something, because something weird is going on there. Mm -hmm. Blame it on Jack. (laughs) Say what? Just blame it on Jack. He's doing all the stuff on Twitter. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Bonnie Scoop is in the building. He's a big fan of Emily. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) 
Mandy with her purple heart. I love it. Swarthy Daisy. Now, Swarthy is our guest next week. Yes, we're going to have tons of fun with her. I promise you won't be harmed in the making of next week's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you said we're going to have fun with her. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Sorry. LaShawn is- <laughs> I'm just silly, y'all. I told y'all I'm tired. Uh, LaShawn, uh, holla at your boy, a.k.a. LaShawn, is in the building. Hey. He's part of the Ignite Hours, where we stream with him on Fridays. Yes. Tech for Your Needs is in the building. Hey. Here we Good go. evening. Oh, the Nightbot is in the building. Hey, Nightbot. Hey, Nightbot. Hey, boo. <laughs> LeBaron's here. Welcome, hey, He's been so busy lately. Thanks for dropping by, sir. Mm-hmm. Ray is here. Hi, Ray. I say, couldn't Ray. Couldn't Ray. Um, Sharky's here. Hey, Sharky. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <you> got, hi, Evelyn. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Big Mosey said he thought he got drunk and did something inappropriate. (laughs) (laughs) Mark Torres, what's up? (laughs) So she, Swarthy says she's up for the challenge. So I am at the bottom. If you come in, we'll try to greet you or put your comment on the screen while we're going through these things. LaShawn, the night bot, is not late. Stop telling <laughs> Night bot, he's late. Yes. Oh, it's nice to see Emily again. Isn't that yes. sweet? Yes. Feeling the love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know how we always say that, you know, me and Catwoman kind of alternate who picks the articles and stuff? This is the week of Emily. <laughs> <laughs> we have been truly busy. <laughs> like, busy telling the what? Hi, Leanne. Hi, Hi Leanne. <laughs> Glad you were able to make it live. Yeah. So it was good that um, she's joined us this week because y'all wouldn't have had a podcast without it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're also seeing my overachiever side a little bit. It's like, oh, I have a task. Let me do the task yes. <laughs> and do all of the tasks. <laughs> yeah. So you got a lot of you got a lot of links today. <laughs> yep. So, um, how's everybody doing? Everybody good? Yeah. Okay. Thursday. Yeah, it's Thursday. <laughs> Good for Thursday. I'm actually working yeah. tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. 4.30. <laughs> another 4.30 start. Dang. I was up at 4.30 this morning. Wow. I, yeah, that's so and early. I'm still bright-eyed and bushy-tailed free. No, I took a nap today. But <laughs> <laughs> I can't own all that. I had a dentist appointment, work, and everything else. So No cavities. But Yay. Yeah. <laughs> So let's uh, start off with what is going on with us. And I have oh, not. My cat. Sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. That's like a dog a little bit. This is my cat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's still here. This is Nadine. She has no boundaries, so you might see her tail. <laughs> she like go across. Yeah, it's not a shark. It's just a cat. No, it's just mm-hmm. my cat. Do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. Oh, we so, held up like this. I was waiting for a pause to go. Like the little. <laughs> she'll she'll uh, she'll swat at me later. Be like, Mom, why'd you do that? <laughs> so if you go to gadgetchats.com, it will take you over to our podcast. So if you don't want to see us and you only want to hear us, this is where you go, and it has all the links to all of your favorite podcasting places, so you can listen to us there. 
um, there is a section called messages. So when you click on that, that's where you leave us a voice message. Okay, very simple. You just do a little recording and we'll play it on here. <laughs> I like that, that's cool. Yeah. On our Facebook, uh, we have 97 people following us. Thank you, thank you kindly. <laughs> on our Instagram, we have 179 people following us. Thank you. Uh, we have 293 followers on Twitter. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And on YouTube, we have 292 people that are subscribed to us. Appreciate it. And then over on Twitch, we have 14 followers. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, thanks, Twitchers. Mm-hmm. Let me call people on Twitch. I just made that up. I don't know. I'll make something up in a minute. Nothing spectacular going on for me lately. Well, let's talk about some tech purchases. Let's get your, you know, yours and mine links out the way, and then we'll talk about Emily's experience. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So um, I posted a video this week. If you hadn't gone across to my channel, I'm Gadget Goddess, and I have my case. So I think it's kind of dirty. So I think I see a spot right here. I need to clean <laughs> it off. So the picture in the video is much better. But this is a naked cell phone. I've never heard of that company. Naked yeah. cell phone. Mm-hmm. So it's a either. naked cell phone case, and it's a matte case. So somebody asked me in the comments. Uh, does it get fingerprints because a lot of the matte cases do and this does not i guess it comes in a lot of different colors like purple even if your hands are greasy right it doesn't i don't know if you have that problem (laughs) you're you're the greasy person well i got a matte case and i guess i just eat greasy food so this is my case Mm -hmm. oh yeah her cat woman i got one with the loop I mm-hmm. like this a lot more than the pop socket, but it's just like fingerprints all the time. So I don't know if I just eat a lot of like greasy foods <laughs> or I need to wash my hands more. Um, but yeah. When I had issues like that, I would just, well, they're hard to come by now, but antibacterial wipes, I would just keep those stored. But yeah, they're a hot commodity. <laughs> yeah. Sorry to interrupt you though. So yours doesn't make fingerprints though. Yeah, but you, I, like I said, I need to wipe it off. I don't know if that's lipstick. I, you know, I'll kiss my cases every now and again, not purposely. <laughs> but it looks like lipstick, so. Yeah. I don't know. So is it not fingerprinted because it's a different type of material? I think, think it's because it's not, you know, like hers is a flat surface. Like this is like a grid print. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here's the grid. Okay. And they do have, you can get the holster. So I put the listing for the with holster and the right without here. holster. Because some people will like a holster, or mm-hmm. people work in rough environments, I think it'd be a good case for them. Yep. Uh, so, and you could face, face it out. in or face it out. Yep. That's pretty, pretty cool. Neat. They even have a camo one. It's just not as good as the camo on the uh, Wetchamadoogie. The Wetchamadoogie? Yeah. On the uh, oh, the, the Rinky. I got it right here. It's not as good as this camo. So, it's not a see-through camo. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, that camo is really nice. Uh, so for me, I got this. This is the Turtle Beach Elite Pro 2. These are the wired ones, not the wireless ones. 
And the reason why I got it is because of the mic. I've been doing a lot of um, voiceovers. And the mic that I'm using right now, I really like it. And it's also by Turtle Beach. It's actually this one over here. It's a it's earbuds with a boom mic. Now they have a white white one with blue but then they also have a black one but it's usually sold out so what i did was i went to their website and i bought it from them directly because if you get it from amazon it's gonna be like 50 bucks oh you actually ended up getting it cool let Ooh. me know your thoughts when you when you try it out it came in today yeah awesome yeah the mic is really really good and so i week. while i was doing voiceovers I was tired of having to have both of the earbuds on. Like, I just, I could only have stuff in my ears for so long. So the same company, I bought the ones that are over the ear. And I've actually been using it at my day job. So this is where I have this plugged to my laptop on my day job. And it's so comfortable. That's legit. Yeah. Now I want that for work too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it, when they first came out, they were like $250, but now they're $129, which I think is a pretty decent price. Yeah, I looked it up and I was just like, oh, $20 versus $120. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't really use, I have like three sets over here, just headphones, and I don't use any of them. So, yeah. This will probably be more of a waste of money for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Rachel says, I want those. I want those. Yeah, they're really good. Like, the mic is just... Like, that's the reason why I got it. Because I just needed a mic. A better mic. <laughs> <laughs> I need yeah, a mic. Yeah. 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 Just send it to them and be like, hey, I kind of need these. It looks mm -hmm. like pillows on your ears. The headsets that we use. Because we have to have them on all day. Yeah. Oh, like, wow. the full eight hours. And yeah it's it's a lot so yeah. and it, it gives me headaches like i started getting migraines after a while because of the pressure on my head all the time so those yeah. look are those did this does it like relieve the pressure off your ears oh yeah yeah because um because of the inside like there's a yeah. hole carved out you can put your ear in it almost huh um and but it also has like this cooling thing on it so when you take it off and you put it back on it like self cools. Ooh. Yeah, that's what I like about it. I a like lot. that. Mm -hmm. I just have like very protruding ears, which they're currently <laughs> hidden by <laughs> plus glasses. So then whenever I do like anything over the ears, I feel like I'm just like destined for a headache. But I also have never spent that kind of money on a headset before. <laughs> so yeah. if I actually invested, I might not get the headaches and yeah. all that. Yeah, it's a, it, it would be an investment. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I surprised you with that cat woman. I was like, oh, it came. I said, I'll just pop it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, so I cute. see that box. I see that box. <laughs> so we're gonna, so we're gonna make you big. Uh, how do I do it here? <laughs> here. Oh no! I want, you I want you to be big. How do I do that? Can you click her and it makes her big or not? Oh, you're making me big. I'm trying to make you big. Look, she's just like, don't make me big. Okay, we just gotta we gotta play solo. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us uh, about your tech purchase. Yeah, so uh, recently got an iPhone XS Max. So pretty. Nice. And um, mo up till now, I've only ever gotten phones at Best Buy because I'm like, just do the things, do the data transfers, do the screen protector thing. 
I'll pay you the do money to do the thing. <laughs> like, I just need a phone that works. Um, but this one, it was like an unlocked phone. Um, and then Calvin had suggested the white stone dome glass. So here's my barbarically opened box still. <laughs> um, I am really glad that Miji, you told me to watch a video before I did this <laughs> and to not do it with my daughter around. Cause at first I opened it on New Year's Eve and mm -hmm. I was like, like like a glass of champagne in. I'm like, I'm not doing anything. I'm gonna put this screen Ooh. protector on. And then I opened the box. I'm like, there are so many pieces. Like, heck no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, um, but it was it was pretty easy. Like I ended up going to the their website and watching their video all the way through first, Perfect. and then going through it step by step with the video. Mm -hmm. And it was really easy. Like I didn't have to redo any of the steps. Afterwards, I looked at the written instructions and they seemed pretty useless to me. So <laughs> I, don't, I, I can't imagine how frustrated people would be trying to install this if they were just doing it off the written instructions. It like, it doesn't make sense. And it it's not, it, it's, it's such a complicated and specific process that you need to have those specificities articulated and they're just not mm -hmm. uh, whereas they are in the video or at least you can see it so yeah. i only have like a slight bubble on the side mm -hmm. but it's so pretty yeah so did you do this with the one the wine glass in did you do it or did you wait no <laughs> no i did this totally sober <laughs> in Good. like midday yeah um child not here yeah and i was like oh this was nice like it was fine without all those other factors and i could just see how it would not have been okay <laughs> if like jen was like mommy i want to help and like <laughs> but i, was, like, I didn't like really that. know what i was buying like i didn't even know and there's like like, like it comes with a light what is this like i didn't know what i was getting into i'm like maybe <laughs> told me to like do this. it <laughs> so i'm gonna do it <laughs> yeah purchase <laughs> yeah so um since you've had it have you had any oopsie moments where oh you... i drop it all the time okay cool well, like, all the yeah. time. do you feel like that the white stone dome is protecting it yeah so i started having nightmares before i put it on oh. that my screen was shattering <laughs> 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 yes me neither yeah i yeah. don't know mm -hmm. um so because my i've pretty much always usually the reason that I have to get a new phone is because I've shattered the screen. Yeah. Like one time I shattered it so bad that I like cut my thumb trying to unlock my phone and I immediately drove to Best Buy on my way home from work and bought a new phone. Oh like, gosh. You yeah. know, we've seen these commercials with the people who cut themselves on the phone. Oh my gosh. <laughs> were that I, person. Yeah. And then my last phone was like shattered, but like underneath the screen protector mm -hmm. for several months. So that defeats the purpose of having a screen protector. Well, and it's one of those that came with multiple because it's like if you drop it, then the screen protector will crack instead of your screen. I don't know. I oh, again, right. I, that's what's supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when I'm like, I don't know, it works. I'm not bleeding. It's fine. Mm -hmm. So and then with this one, I got the white stone cover, but I yeah. still didn't put it on for like a couple weeks because I'm like. I'm like, I need to be 
prepared to put this yeah. on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then I started having nightmares that I was dropping my phone and it was like shattering everywhere. Yeah. So are the nightmares finally gone? They are gone. Yay. And I drop my phone all the time. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you have a great right. case. And a good screen protector. Yep, yeah, that, those are the two important things that you that you need. So, how has your experience been from going to the what was it, iPhone Seven? I was on. I had the Eight Plus before. The Eight Plus. Yeah. yeah. And now yeah. I have the SX Max. Um, yeah. I like it a lot. Um, I was a little worried putting on the screen protector that <laughs> that I would lose some of the clarity because as soon as I opened up this phone, it was like having the two phones next to each other. They're just completely completely yeah, different the of really quality. Good. Yeah. 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 So fortunately I was I was glad that with the screen protector it's that's not something that's getting sacrificed like I feel like it would with a lot of other ones. Mm-hmm. Um but overall I like it. I thought I would be creeped out by the face ID. Um but I'm not. It's really easy. It's really yeah. convenient. Yeah. Um and now I'm having that like first world problem of like Oh no! I have my mask on and my phone won't open automatically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I gotta put in a pin. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But over, I really like it, and it's, it's, yeah, it's working really well. It's really fun. I like the bigger screen. Um, yeah. Honestly, like the the case itself, that with this is just like a game changer because mm-hmm. I have had I've dropped my phone on. Apparently I drop things a lot, just my phone. I would just like drop it on my face or I'd do like selfies with my daughter and I would drop it on her face. And like, you don't feel like a good mom. <laughs> you drop something on your kid's face. Yeah. So better than falling asleep with an iPad Pro above your face. Yeah. This I, is why you kiss your cases. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I about concussed myself. It's just like, oh, oh my gosh. Um, and then also you... You are not using your phone on the stream today. You're using a different type of technology. Yes. I recently got a Chromebook. So I'd had a Mac desktop for six years. Mm-hmm. And it's so slow that I never used it. You're there true. was some utility issue and I just didn't feel like fixing it. And I only had it up for when I play D&D. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like occasionally need to print a Word document. Mm-hmm. Um, so I finally was like, I need, I need something else. So ended up getting, um, it's a Samsung, I don't know what kind it is, Chromebook. And I got one that was opened already from Best Buy. So oh, it was okay. like $100 cheaper. And I did the curbside pickup, which is great because I do yeah. not want to go inside anywhere right now. Yep. And it was, it's been great. It's really different being on a Chromebook. Because um, mm-hmm. personally, like I've only ever purchased MacBooks or mm-hmm. like Mac like desktops. I had a MacBook in college, so and at work I use like Windows. So to be on a Chromebook platform mm-hmm. is just really different. Um, so I was trying to like my first week I was trying to use the Linux beta to get Steam working because steam technically doesn't work on on the chromebook but it's been fun to like figure it out and actually have a laptop because i haven't had a laptop since college whenever that was so it's been a while yeah so what made you decide to go to chromebook and not um something else apple since you already have an iphone uh, Apple is really expensive. Oh, <laughs> said, the way my bank account is set up. Uh, yeah, that's a, yeah. Chrome. It was just the price point was 
really great. And honestly, I don't do a lot on my computer. Um, I mostly just, sorry, my cat is on my table now. So if I shake, it's <laughs> yeah. not in an earthquake, it's my cat. Um, I mostly am just doing this or playing Dungeons and Dragons mm -hmm. or checking my email. Like I just do very little on my computer. And I think that's part of partially because I just haven't had a usable computer for so long. Yeah. Um, so my habits aren't like, I just don't need something high caliber. Yeah. Yeah. And I used to do a lot of design work and I'm just not doing that anymore. Mm -hmm. So like I finally unsubscribed from like Adobe Creative Suite or Creative Cloud because I'm wow. like, yeah. You, so, you haven't been using it, so it makes sense. Because I haven't yeah. been using it. And it's like $40 a month. And like if you're using it, it pays for itself. Yeah. Because like you do one job a month. But if you're not using it, then that adds up really quickly. And so. it has come such a long way. There's so many browser-based things that you can use now that kind yeah. of replaces the Adobe experience, especially if you're not doing anything extensive. So it's great. Yeah. Like if I was actively designing all the time mm -hmm. like i have at like previous jobs or even on the side like in college i would do i would totally get a macbook because that's what adobe is built for yeah um, but it just doesn't make sense for where where i am in my life right now so mm -hmm. and um i forgot how to, i had a question i forgot i don't remember hey jake's baby cakes Oh, hey, Jake, baby cakes. <laughs> Bad Marcus. Don't wait for me. I know. I'm reading <laughs> oh, okay. comment, and I'm like, have I never heard of Bad Market? You know, I am good I for finding a good deal. I just have it in the box in my room right now. <laughs> Someone could probably fix it and make it not suck. Yeah, just make sure you clean it beforehand. Yeah. Right. Get all my oh, papers that I've written. I so, love Canva. Catwoman introduced me to Canva and I yeah. use it for all of my thumbnails. Yay, Canva. Canva is the best. I love it. Are they subscription based or is it like, do they have free yes. and then, okay. They have free versions. So basically the reason why a lot of people go with the paid version is because you can have multiple brand palettes so that way you don't have to put in the hex code for everything that you got to do mm -hmm. and then also it has uh, different types of filters like removing the background doing glitch effects things like that but the free version is is plenty mm -hmm. when you want to get started or you just want to do something real quick nice. but yeah the paid version is more extensive extensive i actually just paid a year's worth of canva last week yeah mm. last week so i'm excited i've been using canva a lot and it's really good yeah i feel like with all those kinds of apps if you're using it it's totally worth it mm -hmm. but if you're not using it it's like you don't well, need the free version money. will work for a lot of people mm -hmm. yeah because yeah. I, I didn't know so many fancy things yeah well you do <laughs> fancy stuff you're you're our you know our <laughs> that's our thing yeah. our designer oh if you would like to hire me, G, the link is in the description. Cough, cough, wink, wink. I wouldn't go far to say a designer. I just, I just, I like to to make your brand you. That's design. Is it? Okay. That's design. Wonder what we call that. Sorry. You gotta give yourself more credit. Yes. Well, you know, Miji struggles with that. That's why I kind of force her into it. Like, 
Yes, this is you. <laughs> and you're good at it. Thank you. Just embrace it. The thumbnail was done with Canva. <laughs> the nice thumbnail. I don't know. I'm going to have to like download Canva and be like, it's okay. It's okay that I cut my Adobe cord. This is fine. <laughs> yeah. 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 See, Swarthy doesn't have a subscription. I don't either. Yeah. Uh, but she says, you know, I have to pay a buck per image that's premium. There's some yeah. stuff on there that's premium and some stuff that's not. So, yeah. Yeah. But the, the amount of free stuff on there is pretty robust compared yes. to other things that I've used, like um, PicMonkey. I've tried all these different types of things, mm. and Canva has been the best. I feel oh, like there's a lot of apps like that that started <laughs> off strong and then to try to monetize they just like everything costs like a dollar here a dollar there and then the quality just isn't great yeah. so i have apps for my on my phone that i probably downloaded like seven years ago <laughs> like, <laughs> trash like why why do i have this yeah and probably those apps aren't even around anymore probably not yeah or I they're not apps. being maintained like the... yeah it's not compatible with the <laughs> yeah. latest version of ios I'm a really good guest to have on a gadget podcast because I'm really up to date on all the things. <laughs> well, you'd be surprised. I watched somebody's uh, review on something the other day and they updated their system and they had five something, 500 and something apps. And I was Why? like, I am a gadget person. I do not have 500 plus apps on my phone. In what universe do you need that? If you never delete anything ever, then that's probably what you'll have on your phone. I have about 200 apps and I use them all. Well, yeah, I can see you using them. I'll probably have close to that as well. But mm -hmm. 500, uh, though, I don't know if I could. That's still a lot. Yeah. Well, I need to go. I like to go through <laughs> periodically and delete some stuff. Like, I've never used this. No. Yeah. yeah. I just recently deleted um, the browser called Brave because I just haven't been using it. I think I still have. Everybody praises DuckDuckGo. I don't think I've ever used it. I've never used DuckDuckGo, but yeah. Duck, I Duck, have Duck, it on my phone. Well, yeah, it's what Google used to be with no ads, just search. Mm -hmm. And it's, um, they say it wasn't trackable, but I've noticed when certain people find my videos on DuckDuckGo, it'll tell me that it came in through DuckDuckGo. So I'm like, how is it not? Yeah, lying. Like this. Yeah. The tracking. So do you have that many apps on your phone? Yes. Yeah. Look, <laughs> so I have like so I have like three different types of meme apps, two different okay. types of apps to create memes. I have four browsers because I like to check to see if oh if, you know when I'm doing my website like how Wait, does it look like on this browser? How yeah. So okay, I do so a lot of things. So you not even ten apps though. You rock the check. You know, people are quoting how many apps they have now. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, everybody has 50. Yeah, I have 200 apps. I think I'm in the 100 category. I don't think I'm at 200. But Catwoman's a lot more... She's a lot more creative than I am. <laughs> I, I use my phone to the, to the fullest. Like, yeah. the reason why I can't get away from the note is because of the S Pen. Like, there's just so many things that I utilize it for. It's so great. I guess looking at my phone, I put a lot of stuff in folders because I just don't like the visual clutter. Me I, I probably have around a hundred, but also with having an iPhone, Apple has all these apps that you can't delete. All yeah. these like yeah. productivity. I'm like, I don't care about the stock market or yeah. 
I don't need a compass. I don't leave my house. Yeah. <laughs> but then also what sucks too is that sometimes these companies, they have these native apps that are great, but then they take away the feature. And so now you got to try to find a third party app to do it. So mm. for example, on my phone, I used to um, record my screen but I didn't want to get notifications, not even going down, not even just at the top of the shade. I just didn't want any notifications. So I would, there would be a, like a turn off all notifications. All of them would be turned off, right? But Samsung got rid of it. So I got this app called Zenty, Z like zebra, E-N-T-Y. And it does that for me. It just turns off all the apps. It prevents them from going to my notification shade. And then hmm. when I when I turn it back on, it tells me these are all the, all the notifications that you missed. There's not like a do not disturb option. Do not disturb prevents it from showing up on your screen, but it's still in your notification shape. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So the thing is that when I'm when I'm doing tutorials or recording my screen, I don't mm -hmm. want it to um, show up on my notification shape. Hmm. Miji, when you talk, I hear a slight well, I hear, I don't know if I'm hearing my echo or your echo, or I hear a slight echo. So when we go back and I do it, yeah, I know we're halfway through this thing, but I just kind of noticed. But I do. Okay. I'll put down my value. Let me, let me turn off my I, mic. I don't know. No, I still hear it. Maybe. <laughs> we're oh, is it me? Well, the echo's gone now, is it? It's you. <laughs> I have on headphones. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's weird. I'm gonna mute myself. Like I'm not talking to you. You're using different earbuds this time, right? No, no. same ones I use every week. Oh yeah, it's yours. Earbuds. It's yours. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is on its last leg, so it's probably. Well, I used the other ones the other night. Well, last night. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Either that or your mic is really sensitive right now and it's like picking up the audio all the way from your earbuds. Yeah, I was gonna say I'll put it in the other ear. I did just turn my um, thingy down. Yeah. yeah. So Raymond says he has 73 apps. That's not bad. That's I feel good. like that's normal. <laughs> like I'm not normal, no. <laughs> And I still have, like, most of my apps I still don't use regularly. <laughs> Is that better? No? No, it's, it's still there a little. I'm sorry, I suck this week. Maybe I should try out your headphones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's the same setup I've been using every week. Yeah, I can I can hear it a lot more now. But probably because you mentioned it. Yeah. yeah. I brought attention to it. Yeah. yeah. Well, Ray said he, he noticed it, so... There I go. <laughs> I'm muted and I can hear it. You're muted and now and you can hear it? Oh, I hear the echo now. Can you am I echoing? No. Okay. Oh, I can hear it a little bit. This is gonna bother all of Maybe us. Maybe a stream yard, I don't know. Sorry guys. Yeah, I, I feel a lot less guilty now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm muted, I can still hear the echo. But I've turned my mic down. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Let's move on. Sorry for the echo. How about that? Yeah. So let's get into some articles. 
Alright. First article. It says, what's next for social media after Trump? Plus the lie of laziness. This is by NPR. And it, you can actually listen to the article instead of just reading it. And I listened to it. It was really good. Yeah. So this is the podcast. So they don't have the full transcript. transcript. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I first listened to it because I the lie of laziness just sounded really interesting to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Mm. yeah. But they, they have a really good conversation at the beginning about um, basically a lot of what's the word I'm looking for? Um, basically, what's the future of policing the internet? And yeah. what are the ground rules um, in terms of like free speech and censoring and all of that? Um, yeah, what is free speech? And also yeah. kind of like Section 230 that protects um, mm-hmm. internet. So, oh, Ray says he listens to NPR. I love NPR. I actually don't listen to NPR, but after listening to this, I really like it. I think I'm going to go ahead and listen to it. I have coworkers one. that live by it. Like, mm-hmm. I walk yeah. the desk and I can hear it playing. I don't listen to music in, in the car. I listen to NPR and I listen to it on my Alexa. I don't want her to wake up. <laughs> <laughs> like, whenever I'm cooking, I'll always play my local station. I'm, like, such an NPR nerd. Cool. But their podcasts and stuff are really, really great because they're usually very knit, like niche yeah. focused and they're just always well done. Um, but yeah, the conversation that they had um, with their tech correspondents about what banning Trump from Twitter, the implications of that and what yeah. conversations it brings back to social media and as platforms, what their responsibility is in hosting content. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it's it is a really big implication because it wasn't just only Twitter, because it was all the other social media apps. And I know yeah. that they were even clowning. They're like, "Why did Trump have a Pinterest account?" Like I thought it was <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like, "Where yeah. about that, that man pin? And he can pin if he wants to." Oh yeah, yeah, goodness. yeah. But, but then, like, it felt like everybody was taking their cues from Twitter, and then once once Twitter did it, everybody else was like, oh, we're allowed to do this? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, but they were very like, oh, no, we it, it, we just decided it was time because of what happened on the 6th. Because of, you know, the, the siege that happened on the 6th. But it wasn't because we're following what Twitter did. But it's like, I don't believe you. Okay. Oh, I don't believe them either. Yeah. Not at all. And I think the, the correspondents in the podcast had a really good point of, Trump was going to be in office for what two more weeks. So mm. what's he going to do? And the people in charge of legislation for the next couple of years are all Democrats. So they're trying to just like sweet talk their way in mm-hmm. <laughs> with the Dems, being like, "Look what we did to your worst enemy. We took him off the things." Yeah. Uh, but if yeah. really, if it was really about him inciting violence and hate, this should have been done. Well, so I saw a tweet too around the time his um, his Twitter got banned, and it said, "Well, okay, thank you for deleting Trump. What about all these other dictators that have that have Twitter accounts? Are we going to get rid of those as well? Yeah. Because they're actually committing war crimes and mm. you know actual civil right um, violations actively currently. Like, so what's going to happen with that?" So it's kind of like keep the same energy, basically. Yeah. 
but there's such a, a nuance to it and then another thing that they were talking about as well is how amazon um is no longer was no longer hosting parlor mm. on their hosting site and yes yeah. parlor can just buy their own server hook it up to their own isp and just host their website that way but they're saying they were saying like okay these tech companies kind of have um too much power because when you go on the internet usually like what's the site that comes up it's google it's some type of search engine mm-hmm. you wouldn't think to go to a certain website so it's kind of like it's it's like kind of like the home page to the actual internet mm-hmm. but what i also would like to say is that this is a nuanced situation i understand that people are like okay i'm worried about my freedom of speech and what if they stifle good dialogue um but what happened on the 6th was a direct action of the fact that they were all communicating together yeah. by the internet it was a coordinated effort it wasn't mm-hmm. just okay we were all there and then we just all went like yeah. there was that that was a lot of people to mobilize yeah so it had it, it had to happen digitally and that's one of that's one of the things that they found that through parlor mm-hmm. and other types of platforms they were able to mobilize and then go to the white house and you know unfortunately try to kill the people in congress yeah i think with a lot of like new tech as soon as it drops any kind of new tech i remember when social media first dropped and like i was out of college by then but they were saying college parties would go from zero to a hundred because somebody would post, hey, there's a party over here. Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. would flock to said party and it'd be two, three hundred people there. Yes. Because they saw it on social media. We're always a step behind when it comes to policing and making laws and things when it pertains to the internet or electronic yeah. type stuff because yeah. we're not ready for it. Well, and it's such a how it's it's an intangible thing with tangible repercussions. Right. And when the internet started, like I highly doubt they ever thought that it would evolve into what it is now, where essentially it's necessary, as we've seen with the pandemic, it's a piece of our infrastructure. And yeah. yet it's not monitored like infrastructure. And it's also not funded like infrastructure because it's all like private businesses. Yeah. Um, so it's it's just its own beast <laughs> with how it's been created and yet it's it's not a com- it's not it's it's not an extra you pretty much are required to have the internet if you're going to like be a citizen in our country these days yeah. like even like kids in kindergarten are streaming like they have to google me into their classrooms yeah like what yeah, and, and yet, and yet, there's like only DSL in some parts of the country. Like, yeah. how is that a thing? So, I think all of this is so interconnected, of how the internet and and social media, by extension, has evolved over time. Yeah, yeah. Having social media is, is basically like having a, a internet ID. Before yeah. our internet ID used to be our emails, but mm. uh, the emails are kind of so anonymous right now that you're only really a person until you get a social mm-hmm. media account and you put your picture up on there yeah yeah and i know so many people that i see jake's baby cakes is talking about you know it's impossible to have no social media now and i know people who don't like big brother watching that it, they still have social media because you 
needed. Yep, yep, you need it to be able to communicate. It's a it's a massive way that we communicate right now. But not only that, it's a it's a a very important way to make money now. Especially mm. right now in a pandemic, a lot of people are turning to technology to survive, to eat, to have their utilities. So when they got rid of net neutrality, I was just I was really really upset because first it took a long time to even get it and when we got it it was so good like i remember experiencing the internet like a year after net neutrality and it was so much better like it, my yeah. internet was way more stable and since they got rid of net neutrality it's kind of like there was pockets of of people having bad service or um people services being monitored like there was a point in time where when the pandemic started a lot of people were working from home and they were using VPNs but yeah. Comcast already had it set to where if you use a VPN then you can't get on the internet so they had to turn that off during the pandemic and they were and they're starting to throttle people's internet and i'm starting to experiencing that now so i know that a lot of people were saying that they were being throttled and now i'm starting to experience it now so i really hope that net neutrality comes back but i am not against having some type of legislation and quote unquote policing because there's a lot of protections that are being had by having these types of things like for example when i created my website i did a lot of research about what i needed to do in order to make sure that it was legally good Um, I had to have a privacy policy. I had to have terms and conditions. Well, people are going to be paying me with their credit card. I need to make sure to have SSL on. So um, there is some type of encryption and protection there. Um, not only that, but I spell out in the terms and conditions how to properly use the website. What are the types of implications? What are the types of things that are not allowed? So that doesn't only protect me as a person that has a business, but this protects whoever wants to do business with me. They have that security to know that there is um it isn't just a transaction that's going to be done willy-nilly. Um but it wasn't like that just 5 years ago. You could just start up a website, mm-hmm. you didn't have a privacy policy, didn't matter if there was SSL, and your payment go through and it's just like it was kind of almost like the wild wild west so that was one of the great things about um GDPR and um the regulations that happen in California um so Jay will ask a question and we're blocking Emily so so he is <laughs> uh do you all think we will see a real change in the next 10 years some or most young people use the internet totally for all the wrong reasons how can we get the young people 40 down to 40 down in check well i'm glad to see i'm not young number one um what does that mean though <laughs> i feel like i need more clarity because in my mind like the internet's a tool the internet itself like like do you see that the internet is there for a specific like principle or purpose Mhm. I would assume I I understand what he's saying like when he says for all the wrong reasons like uh, a lot of them I'm sure some of them are using it for right reasons. Yeah. Um like but, what's an example of wrong reason? Well, I mean like a lot of kids doing remote learning now are on YouTube when they should be doing school. <laughs> like that's the wrong reason. Well, entertainment, yeah, basically like entertainment when you're not supposed to be entertaining yourself, that's a wrong reason. Uh by speaking out information that's not something you probably should be looking up, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, I think that real change will happen within 10 years. It has to because um, the internet has become such an intricate part in our life that we cannot, uh, we can no longer um, avoid it. We can't just say, oh, you know, what happens on the internet is not real. Yeah, what happens on the internet is real. I have a concern here with the TikTok thing too, but I, yeah. I have kids, concerns with kids on social media, period, when they're young. Yep. Yeah. Because you have predators, and this is just like, oh, they're kids in candy stores now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a lot of thoughts about like mm-hmm. kid content on the internet even just like sharing pictures of kids on like facebook i feel like there's such two extremes of how people treat social media particularly with children it's like either there's they share every intimate detail of their potty training journey (laughs) or or they have like a private lockdown facebook group that's like secret that only certain people are invited to that can see their kids pictures and my thing with Facebook in general, and I guess I see a lot of what Jay sees because Facebook never goes away. So if you delete your Facebook, all that stuff is still stored yeah. in yes, Facebook. Mm-hmm. So to say, hey, I have a private group on Facebook, I'm like, and like, it's not private. It's not really yeah. private. No. <laughs> yeah. And it, I don't know, like, I think it gets back to also what Leanne was saying, but like underage kids on TikTok, like, they're not really understanding what the implications of what they're publishing is and even yeah. with parents like there's a lot of like really like internet illiterate parents out there that are just like pushing their kids content online and we can like, make money off of this <laughs> for sure for sure like yeah. even my daughter she's four years old right she like took my phone yesterday she's going around our apartment being like and this is our cat she's a pirate cat because she has two eye patches like she was like <laughs> hamming it up it was so adorable and i'm like i gotta cut this like publish this this is great and i'm like wait she's four years old like i'm not gonna become like a theater mom (laughs) but like whatever the internet version of this is like oh my gosh that's true too like my grandparents yeah i was gonna say the older people (laughs) i've I've won a million dollars you need to wire me this money hold on let me get my account information oh and there's so much misinformation that's getting shared like i can't even tell you how many times there have been arguments in my family because of someone like sharing a post that's you could easily just look up on snopes it's like no that's- yeah that, that used to be my site that was my go-to now with michael pepper's thing about clubhouse we've gotten all the way off topic because we got like eight minutes and we got like three or four more articles yeah. but either way with clubhouse that's the invite kind of situation so if yeah. somebody invited that child on clubhouse both accounts you go yeah yeah so, they're not i don't even know what that is so i'm clearly <laughs> no. i just think like even I know it's it's different than than the kind of like predatory situation, but I know like my daughter, she watches this kid Ryan on Ryan's Toys Reviews. Yep, and and I'm like, this kid is like making bank. Yeah, and I'm like, what are you in like fifth grade? <laughs> yeah, I'm like good for him, but also like, are these gonna be like the next generation of like Disney Channel stars who like? <laughs> it's it's an outlier situation, especially when he created his channel before um, mm-hmm. COPPA rules were cracked down on YouTube. So that kind of success, it, it will happen again. Like there will be another Ryan's Toys reviews, but the amount of people who actually try to um, 
groom their child to be YouTube celebrities or TikTok celebrities. Yeah. It doesn't really work out. It's just kind of like Hollywood. You know? Yeah, and it's like the the viral kids that like the videos that will go viral, then they'll go on Good Morning America, and then they'll like you'll never see them again. But it's yeah. like that poor child is gonna like have this shoved in their face by their peers for how many years yeah. afterwards. But the same thing happens to children in Hollywood. It's not yeah. a specific thing that only happens in social media. It, yeah. But the the problem with is that you're doing this in social media, so now there's a parasocial relationship because mm -hmm. there's kind of almost kind of like that communication. Uh, mm -hmm. People it's are so much more accessible. Be, yes, and they're prone oh. to be more. Um, um, I'm not creepy. What were you going to show? <laughs> Snopes is still a thing. They got your boy Trump on the front page. Okay. As I should. Snopes still exists. <laughs> As a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I yeah, I think about this a lot because I have my daughter and I want to share videos and pictures of her because they bring me joy and they make me laugh and yes. smile. But then at the same time, it's like, she's also too young to consent for yeah. me to share these things mm -hmm. about her and her life. And I want to honor her personhood yeah. and autonomy. So it's, I don't I And I think that's also a generational thing too. I feel like people, like parents in their forties treat social media with their kids very differently than like I'm in my twenties and I grew up with MySpace was the thing when yeah, I was yeah. in middle school. Um, so my relationship with social media and the internet is pretty different um, than than other parents. But so that's that's on my mind a lot. Yeah. <laughs> my daughters are 13 and before I post a picture of them online, I asked them. Whereas mm -hmm. before I wouldn't ask them, I would just post it online. But I know that I didn't post as often as I saw other people would post. Probably just yeah. like bigger events or if I felt like some type of significant thing happened. But um, as they got older and and um, I would have these conversations with them, they straight up told me, I don't like when you post videos. Mm. I don't like when you post pictures of me. So if I do take a picture, it just goes right in my um, hard drive, you know? Yeah, I have like a shared iCloud album with my family of mm -hmm. pictures and videos. Um, but I post very little on, on social media. I'll post more on stories on Instagram because they yeah. like theoretically go away or just to my close friends. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just such an interesting dynamic. I pretty much never post on Facebook. Yeah. But I also I, don't really like Facebook. <laughs> I kind of see the internet the way that I see real life. If mm. a person is going to do something illegal on the internet they're gonna do something illegal in real life too like yeah. that's probably a compulsion that they'll kind of already have mm -hmm. um the internet is just another extension of the real world and that's just something that yeah. we can't deny it's a tool and, yes yeah. and kind of how we have rules and regulations and protections in the physical world it does need to transfer over to the digital world but the most important thing that we need to do is be informed be involved and engaged and actually a challenge and read mm -hmm. like we need to we've learned definitely within the past four years that we cannot be silent we cannot be idle we cannot just go with the flow we have to participate we have to be active and it's hard because we're in this rat race we're all just trying to survive we're all trying to at the end of the day just decompress from the stress that we have of everyday mm. life but unfortunately we cannot afford 
to sit idly by anymore. We need to educate ourselves and we need to be active. Yeah. Yeah. Preach it. We need to have those conversations no matter how hard they are. You know, whether it is that you need to give yourself a reality check or you Mm. need to give someone else a reality check. We cannot afford to just be quiet anymore. Yeah. And I think ways that that you can even engage that without necessarily talking to your representatives or whatever is when you see questionable content that's getting posted by someone that, you know, like that's your that's like your job to call out that person if they're. If, if you're in their life yes. and you see that it's wrong, like that's on you. Yeah. Like you got to take care of your people and point out like what is or is not okay and explain it. And yeah. great, like not everybody's going to be receptive to that. Like, and you might lose a friend or something. You might get awkward family reunions afterwards, but mm-hmm. like. But what's you- worse though, the worst right. part is just letting them go astray. Yeah. Letting yeah. them be a part of the problem. Yeah. Even like if you see like a family member who posts a picture of their child and it's just like that's not a very flattering picture of your kid like would you want a picture like that posted of you Mm -hmm. and you think it's okay like just i don't know things like that i think it's good to just at least keep those dialogues open yeah absolutely i agree communication Mm -hmm. is key yeah anyway Uh, so Jay Will said, um, I only use social media for things that tech for things about tech and my channel. I don't want anyone knowing about my personal life online. I showed two of my daughters online in an iPhone video and those perverts came out. Wow, that is so sad. That's horrible. Yes. But that's also the thing about the Internet is that it is a voluntary process for the most part. You know, it's like we choose what side we want people to see of us you know we do mm-hmm. have that you curate your image exactly <laughs> which is like a double-edged sword mm-hmm. yeah yeah because then of course you know people are like oh you're this person is fake or whatever but to be honest with you everybody has their bad days everybody has their good days mm-hmm. no one is perfect um, but we need to set these type of boundaries. It's very, very important. And we need to have these types of conversations. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, th- I really am thankful for this podcast, this NPR 35-minute um, podcast that you sent me because um, I am following this very, very closely. Not only net neutrality, but also what, what type of legislations are they going to start conjuring up now because they can't avoid it anymore. Yeah. And it's so complex, too, because these companies, they're private companies. Mm -hmm. So when you think about it, like uh, when people are saying free, free speech, free speech, but like you're agreeing to terms and conditions. Yes. And you're opting into like essentially a private business. Like you're not in a public space. Technically, it's the same thing as being in a place of business and they have a right to refuse service. Yeah. Um, so I think it's it's a really hard tension to navigate, especially because like these are private entities and yet they are treated as infrastructure because they essentially are. Yeah. Yeah. But it's different from you saying you're stifling what I want to say versus if you're the owner of something It's completely different. So before mm-hmm. I had the, the website that I have right now, I had a different type of website and the infrastructure was more kind of like a community based message mm-hmm. board and stuff. But then I had to delete all that i had to get rid of it because um yes i know that section 230 is there to protect platforms for what from what users say but the bottom line is 
if people are going to have types of certain types of conversations, I'm going to be responsible at the end of the day. I need to. Yeah, because if it's your if it's your community or platform that you're hosting, so my hands look very large right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, Twitter made the decision that they did to ban Trump. You know, some people agree with it, some people don't. Um, I agree with what they did. Um, what is going to come next is going to be very important, and we all need mm -hmm. to pay attention. Here, here. Should we go to the next article? I don't know. Okay. I'm sorry. We can't say anything. I'm like, if I add to it, we'll be two hours in. I talk yeah, too yeah. much too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, should we ask the chat? Like, what is that you guys want? Should we continue on with the other articles or should we just like stop? Because we don't want to inundate you guys as well. So Jay Will said, I just want to say GGM Tech Valor, I like this side of you. I love this type of video. God bless you. And you too, Emily. Hashtag grownups. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate but it. Emily's one of these younger people you were talking about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's under 40. I'm, I'm, I'm under, under 40, 40 too, actually. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Forget, oh, yeah. I keep, I always lump you in with me and I know you're younger than me. So yeah, I'm the <laughs> yeah. only old, I'm the only old person on the panel. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm the youngin'. Yes. <laughs> I'm the olden. <laughs> I'm the medium in <laughs> well Sharky says keep going if y'all can't stay we kind of understand because we're usually an hour I will tell you that uh, Tech King Mike is not streaming tonight so oh okay he's not okay he, I, I received a message from him so okay. we're gonna everybody says keep going we got LA. LA's in. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um, so Michael Pepper said um, Tech Valor, same goes with our comment sections. People don't always remove things they should and allow it to damage their reputation. Yeah, I do hear that rhetoric a lot when people are like, um, no, I let them keep going because if they're fighting, that's just engagement. But then if, for example, you, you are a brand and you're letting those types of negative conversations fester, it almost kind of means that you align with it. And so a company might look at your comment section and make that decision and say, you know, um, we're, we're not going to work with you at this point in time. Or they might say, yeah, we'll work with you. But that's, that's the, ri the risk that you're willing to take. Mm -hmm. And it, I think a lot of that too goes back to the Go back to the idea of um, like inaction is complicit is complicity. Yeah. So by just letting that happen, you're part of the problem. Unless you don't see a problem with hate speech, but I yeah. personally don't like it yeah. and think it's a problem. Yeah, absolutely. Because when you don't say anything about it, um, mm -hmm. it, it, it kind of makes you seem like you, you are complicit, like you said. So yeah. there is this singer, her name is Amy Allen. And I found her music through one of my favorite shows of all time called Birds of Prey. Um, the theme song of that one is called Start a Revolution. But she has another song called Silence is Violence. Mm. And I highly recommend anybody that has time to listen to that song because, yes, it is about relationship. But when I was listening at it at the time, I wasn't in a relationship, but I was thinking about just the relationships that I have with my friends and with my people around me. And um, I really resonated with the lyrics that were on there. And so that phrase that she coined, silence is violence. Yeah, mm. I, I agree with it. I do. I just wrote her name down. 
Okay. Okay, okay Jake's baby cakes. Thanks for coming through. <laughs> uh, most people say can ter- carry on. So our next article. Yes. So our next article. Microsoft, Oracle, and other tech giants keep up uh, team up COVID <laughs> vaccine passports. Yeah. So the companies that are at, that have actually teamed up is Microsoft, Salesforce, Oracle, CERN, um, Cigna, um, which I think it's really interesting that Cigna is doing yeah. it. They just got bought by MetLife. So... I think only part of their business got okay. Got, I think only their um, absence stuff got bought by New York Life. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. So I, w- whether they'll stay that name or not, or whether that will part yeah. of it is the is COVID part of the absence program w- w- that remains to be seen. But um, I think that these tech companies do have the infrastructure to be able to create um, a passport. Um, one of the major things is obviously security. Oracle is really good mm-hmm. with that. But um, again, these are private companies. Not to knock private companies, but they're obviously in it because they need to make a profit. And mm-hmm. sometimes when it's just about making the profit, the quality is not there. That's the only thing that I'm worried when, about. But people are going to see the convenience. I can use this when I'm taking a flight. It's going to have my documentation of when I was vaccinated and I'm COVID free. Yeah. So I thought mm-hmm. it was cool to see that many companies actually coming together to work on something rather than competing against each other. Yeah. They're seeing the need to make this compatible across so many platforms. Yeah. Um, Cause it's not just for travel. It's for medical record, like for medical purposes and all this stuff. So I, I was excited about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is exciting. It this is, is where I slide yeah. in my off-topic comment. So I don't know how many people heard this today. I heard it on the news. I don't normally watch the news, but there was a big uproar online because New Jersey had released information that hey, um, smokers will be able to get the vaccination oh, because they're at the at, they're in the at-risk category before most of the general public. Yeah, and they said you know people who chose not to smoke are like well why the heck did they get it before right i feel like what i also heard though is that they're not actually really verifying if you're a smoker that you just you can just say i'm a smoker and just like get it um because i think that they were trying to also address issues with people being like anti-vax in new jersey yeah um so they're but i don't know it's new jersey who knows? Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> universal concern because our news did a check and they said, according to CDC, you know, the, the regulations, yeah. smokers are high risk. So yeah. if your state goes by what the CDC has put out, then these people get bumped ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Because of a choice that they made. To but be- one thing to consider, though, is that if someone is a smoker, they have other ailments as well. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the Yeah. Yeah. Like whether, I'm not going to say asthma, but they usually um, are are higher risk of having um, some type of heart disease. Mm -hmm. Um, So most of the time, I think for these people, it's not going to be like a completely healthy person and they only smoke. They usually have something else. But what about the casual smokers that say, hey, I just have a cigar when I drink. Or you you drink. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm saying you will have some healthy smokers is what I'm saying. Yeah. Everybody who smokes is not dying of cancer. 
I don't think it's a perfect system, but I get yeah. it. They just want to make sure they're not missing everyone that I can see high risk. and I can see why people were pissed off because it's completely different when you chose to do something and when you're born with something that you have no okay. control over. Yeah, yeah. But um, the same thing could be said about obesity, you know? It's like some people are obese because of um, of medical problems or they're on certain types of medications, but some people just choose not to eat healthy. But that doesn't negate the fact that they have certain types of ailments that's going to put them ahead of everyone else, like heart disease, diabetes, me being one of them, you know? Yeah, I get that. And like they had to switch our whole health our our whole health thing around at work because they were people were sitting in the suit because if you weren't under the what do they call it BMI of a certain number mm-hmm. you paid more yep mm-hmm. and that's the same thing is there certain things I can't get around yeah. because I'm obese uh, well morbidly obese you yeah know? it's funny they have these oh fat fatter and fattest and super <laughs> fat. like it's like okay <laughs> most Americans are overweight let's just look at mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. um. I am definitely overweight, obese, whatever category you want we put put me yeah. in. But if you put me next to certain other people, you're like, oh, well, you carry your weight differently. Just because I carry it differently doesn't mean I don't weigh what I weigh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. and also on the other side of that, too, like I'm considered underweight and I have a ton of health problems because of that. Like I had malnourishment yeah. issues for most of my life and yeah. like vitamin deficiencies and all this stuff. So it, there's there's a lot of like sizeism. Mm-hmm. And like very unhealthy diet culture behind a lot of that, but yeah. But also yeah. another thing that I want to talk about, like the CDC doesn't just only think about the United States; it thinks about um, the world as a whole. And though mm. in the United States, um, our smoking, tobacco smoking, has decreased significantly since the eighties. Um, in other countries, it's not like that. For example, India, they yeah. have a really, really bad smoking problem. And China as well. So those people, it's, it's it would be hard to find a casual smoker. It's more like... Yeah, it's, very, it's just a part of life. Yeah, when I went to Israel and Jordan, it was like you would just see so many, like just hookahs. People would just be smoking hookahs on the side of the road. Yeah. And that's just like what you do. It's just mm-hmm. part of normal life there yeah 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 i think you should be first in line for a shot yeah (laughs) you should already have it yeah yeah i agree okay so with this yeah you have your security concerns or whatnot you do have a lot of companies coming together but there will always be breaches people yeah yeah and even in with government stuff there's breaches like what, what happened recently with um I don't remember the name of the company, but a company got hacked that had access to government documents. Right, right. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Back end for uh, at least three months. So, Jeez. you know. I don't know. I'm kind of of the mind that if it's electronic somewhere, it's not, nothing is 100% safe. Nothing is 100% yeah. secret. Not even it's, paper either because there right. were people that were getting fake COVID test results so that they can circumvent the yes yeah so jay will said uh not smoking not drinking no drugs yeah. take care of yourself people. you get just one temple be kind to it yeah very true very this true. pandemic's been hard though yeah so let's go into next article we have two more yes 
All right. So it says WhatsApp's delays <laughs> new privacy policy as users flee to rival apps. I don't know what if like part three, people. We've been yeah. talking about this for three weeks now. Yeah. <laughs> So the funny thing yeah. is, like, they probably thought, like, oh, and people ain't going to leave us. Nobody's going to pay Yeah. We'll it probably have another update next week. So. Right. <laughs> but they have to understand people have already downloaded Signal. And what's the other one? Um, Telegram. Yeah. So people Telegram. Are, they're like, oh, well, screw you. What's happening? What's up? Like, where is everybody going? Come back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's all gone. I find it really interesting though that it's making that much of an impact on their business because I'm <laughs> like I don't care really about that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just like okay, it's an app. I'm gonna use it or I'm not gonna use it. Um, I don't really think twice about the the privacy stuff. Well, well the the problem was uh, the problem is the fact that WhatsApp is gonna be now linked to Facebook. But I feel like everybody has a Facebook. Like everyone does have a Facebook, but what they were under the impression is that though WhatsApp was bought by Facebook, their servers are separate and that it will remain its own entity and that they wouldn't be merged. The same thing was thought about it was thought about with Instagram, but that's not yeah. the reality. Like because people voiced these concerns when they said they were buying them. They're like, oh no, you'll still have your three separate apps, blah, blah, blah. And it was just like all of a sudden you get this your your stuff is integrating like yeah, instagram, like instagram and- by facebook <laughs> yes yeah. yeah um so the reason why people are, are so weary about facebook and i just want to remind everyone i'm trying to remember the name of the company but back in 2016 when the election was going on it was founded that trump used facebook heavily in order to basically manipulate the published perspective the perception about him through fake information. Mm. What is the name of it? It started with a C. Well, even with you just making that statement there, I will say a lot of people believe everything they see online. I have had to tell people, please fact check your information just because somebody told you something. If you didn't hear it or hear it with your own ears or see it with your own eyes, it could very well not be what you thought it was, you know? Yeah. I saw a beer truck in somebody's living room today on my way home from work. I was like, how did that oh, happen? Oh, Leanne's got it. <laughs> yes, Cambridge, Cambridge Analytica. Analytica. Yes, because of, because, yes, so Cambridge Analytica was taking information from Facebook and weaponizing it, um, it to basically um, alter the outcome of the elections through misinformation like just straight up misinformation. So the amount of power that they had just by getting the, uh, it was a third party app that was just getting information from Facebook and they were a company that was basically a marketing company and Trump used it to basically help him campaign for the 2016 election. I remember, yeah, that feels like an eternity ago. Yes, yeah. (laughs) But that is the main reason why there was the um, delete your Facebook hashtag and people that had Samsung phones realized that you can't even delete the Facebook app at all out of your phone. And um, that's why a lot of people don't want their information on Facebook. Yes, a lot of people who have created Facebook accounts knows that their information is not deleted but moving forward they don't they don't mess with it that much or mm. they are curated like the word that you used emily yeah so that is the problem with whatsapp 
people don't want their information being funneled through Facebook, which I think um, this is conspira- conspiratorial, speculatory. Um, in 2020 and 2019, when Facebook had a lot of those um, blackouts, I don't. I personally don't think that it was because someone was attacking Facebook. I think it's because Facebook was working on the infrastructure to reroute all of the data from Instagram and WhatsApp to their servers to be, because they were trying to combine it. And by doing so, there was some type of glitch. That's what I believe actually happened um, because I noticed that if I go to Instagram on my browser and I click on an image and I make it big and let's say I wanted I want to download that image you could do it with the inspect tool and basically get the link to the image but um the fave icon is no longer an Instagram fave icon it's the Facebook fave icon which means that that picture is not being stored in Instagram's database is being stored in Facebook's database I'm so Facebook illiterate. I remember one day I went in and I was looking at pictures that I had liked and it was showing like off to the side, these were pictures that I had liked, but other people could see all the pictures that I had liked. Yes. Some of them I had liked for reasons just because I'm silly and you just have to know my sense of humor. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking if somebody saw that I liked this. Yeah, like without context. All like, kinds of judgment is going to be passed. So I was oh, like, yeah. I've had that happen to me. I am yeah. so anti-Facebook. Like i I use it to promote my, you know, YouTube and stuff. But outside of that, and yeah. keep in touch with family. But outside of that, no. Yeah. You have to be, basically, the way that you have to use Facebook now, it's like only things that you would really want everybody to know. Yeah, things you're willing to yell out in the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's pretty much the same thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, Bionic can... Scoop said, uh, Michael Pepper... Um, I literally had one where I was adding context to a photo article and it said the photo had no context. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So Sharky said Cambridge, I'm so sorry. Okay. Cambridge (laughs) micro targeted conservative voters in battleground states using Facebook by promoting Trump, Trump and spreading lies and disinfo about Hillary and other folks. Yeah. Uh, Body Scoop says claims in the photo were unsubstantiated. I don't know why I can't say that word. (laughs) Unsubstantiated. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I provided. I know which picture you're talking about. And you did. Like you were explaining the whole situation. They were like, wrong information, no contacts. I'm like, that bot does not know how to read. (laughs) (laughs) So Bionics. Uh, sorry, um, Michael Pepper said the bionic scoop. That makes more sense. Problem is you could do that, but how few people will be informed from what you say because sites like to hide that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they they kind of have to because they need to protect people. Uh, even even um, like the Google ads on people's uh, websites, it used to take a lot of information, but because of GDPR, and the California Protections Law, Google had to cut down a lot on what type of information the cookies was grabbing out of people's computers and and tracking. 
LaShawn said, you sound like Catwoman. You sound like me, Catwoman. Oh, I sound like you. Yeah. Well, you're saying my name. <laughs> Miguelina. <laughs> no, he's saying like his struggle to read when you were struggling to read. A oh, that, that, like yeah, that time in the street. Went completely over your head. <laughs> Wrapping it up. It's one more article. <laughs> yeah. My brain, my brain. Okay. All right. So this one is Jack Dorsey says Trump's Twitter ban was right decision, but worries about presidents. Precedent. Yeah, I feel like we kind of covered. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of yeah. the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we don't even need to go over this article. We. Okay. Yeah. Well, I really like the dialogue that we had today. Me too. Well, I, yeah. I we keep the same energy in the middle, so I just kind of put the banner up when you said it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when you're right. holding people accountable for their actions, mm-hmm. basically, that is keep the same energy. Because if you want to stand in one corner and be that way, you need to remain in that corner and not straddle the fence. I'm not saying you have to pick a side in life and say, okay, I'm all this direction. And because I tell people all the time, I'm not a Democrat or a Republican since people want to talk politics lately. I'm not in either in either bucket. I voted on both sides. So to sit here and say, okay, you just feel that way because you're a Democrat. No, I'm not. No. So, hmm. but if I feel passionate about something, I'm not going to feel passionate about it today and not feel passionate about it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. feelings are my feelings, but I know who I am. And I know some people don't. Yeah, they're getting a feel for where they want to be and who they want to surround themselves with so maybe this is more of a keep the same energy or figure out what your energy is <laughs> that's yeah that's. So and sometimes you can figure out your energy in quiet ways <laughs> <laughs> yell it yeah. out yeah yeah the whole universe. yeah yeah, yeah that's I'm, I'm all for I, I'm hoping it's funny I was leaving the dentist today and, and he says, well, because my dentist is on vacation because he worked through all of COVID, like he was doing emergencies and everything. And this this substitute dentist was like, I hope you have a good 2021 and I hope it's quiet. Oh, that's really good. I like that. I feel that. That's a I really good well wish. Yeah. And he says, I, I, I feel like yesterday was a good start. And he didn't say anything outside of that. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. It was, just, it was it was a good feeling though because he was super well I hate saying it but he was super old like he said he had retired so he's one of these like they brought doctors back I guess they brought Dennis back too so yeah. he, he was a lot older but mm. he remembered my he was talking about some of my dental work <laughs> and he was like who did this and he remembered my dentist who has retired because he made great money <laughs> one of my uh, dentists before the dentist I have now, he knew him. So I was like, yeah, you've been in the game a minute. (laughs) I feel like no matter who you are and like where your political allegiances are, I feel like nobody wants to do 2020 again. No. Like everybody's exhausted. And we're all like, we need a collective like month long nap. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah, just get everybody to sleep. Like just be great. Let's do like some of these other countries where they take vacation where the whole 
country takes vacation for like a or month. Or just like you actually get vacation. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like that's what? Great. That'd be yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's, uh, who is it? Southwest is running a special. And I was like, would they would run a special now at $50 flights for their right. anniversary? Wow. Now through May. And I'm like, I'm not getting on nobody play, playing now through May. Y'all crazy. <laughs> no, that's why it's Jeep. Yeah. <laughs> like, please. Yeah. Give me your pennies. Oh. oh, look at it. Y'all come in all late. We about to leave. What's up? <laughs> and friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and friend. <laughs> hey, easy. You're late. Well, I wanted to say something else. One of the things that I've experienced so far in my life is that other people's politics and other people's beliefs affects me. So mm. I just did, I ha- I got my citizenship um being able to finally have a voice in the United States in February of 2020. If 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 I had waited just a little bit later, mm-hmm. I I don't know I would have been able to have gotten my citizenship. Mm. I, it's it's crazy. But other people's the way that other people move affects other people. Not only um not only the way that they think, not only their feelings, but are they going to be able to survive? Because one of the reasons why I was able to have my citizenship was because other people before me said, hey, this person has the right to be here mm. and participate. And that's what I, a lot of what I look at as a, a black female and rights to vote, you know, being a woman having the right to vote, being yep. a black men having the right to vote like i will never take those things for granted i'll always mm. exercise my rights because i don't have to have them yeah mm. and um all my life i've been listening to politics paying attention to what people are saying closely because i'm like is this what is going to be passed today is this going to be them saying that i gotta go are they gonna kill mm. me out now you know Ugh. And it's yeah. it really my 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 life was in someone else's hands. Yeah. But to be able to finally go to the poll and knowing that my even though it's just one vote, it made a difference. Mm. I remember when we I asked our like group at work like what people's voting plans were because like clearly I'm a politics nerd I'm like all about this and I'm just assuming that you're gonna vote yeah and I remember like you're like I got my chair I'm ready to wait in my long line like I don't care the weather we're gonna do this I got my battery bank (laughs) and I love that I love that and the fact I think you you just embody so much of like it is a privilege it is to be able to vote and because it's something that you just got you you understand that so much more clearly than i than i do and probably a lot of other people do that it's just like well yeah i live here so like i'm i don't know if i'm gonna vote this time i don't know like and let me tell you that citizenship test is hard yeah i've heard i I had to the average american cannot pass it no, I had to remember a lot of things. I was studying for three months. Like I had so much anxiety mm. and it was funny because at the same time that I was studying for that, my daughters were going through um, civics. So oh. we were learning it at the same time. 
it was that's so, so it was, cool though yeah it was and the so thing this, that, yeah go ahead. I was going to say this is this is one of the reasons why I feel a lot of people don't know what goes on and things of that nature. And when Savage said this, I know I don't I don't know if they changed it here, but we had somebody who was arrested who was like a politician and he was charged with a felony. He served time and came out and voted and and he was charged with voting. Yeah. Yeah. That's something that's hardly ever charged, but they charged him because he went and voted. So, you know. Felons usually don't have the right to vote, and a lot of people don't know the ins and outs. They don't know what their politicians represent. They just go and vote for a name. So even if you don't vote for president, mm-hmm. you need to learn what your local people represent yeah. and who represents you the best. Yeah, yeah. The felons thing is, I think, is super interesting too because I think that's another uh, piece of just basically like white supremacism that is baked into this country of like people of color and like they're because that's they're, you they're, had. They're, they're the ones that yeah. are going out the prisons. Yeah. Like yeah. if I was charged with a crime that you were charged with, like I would probably be fine. <laughs> and it's just because of the way that I look. And like that's just the way that our justice system has been working for so long. So when your prisons are just filled and filled and filled with like mostly black men and then you strip them of their rights to vote and then they're living in areas of basically like rich white people and then people with records yeah not only that but when they when they come out of jail they serve their time and now you're saying them you served your time but it's not enough yeah it's like but you don't have a voice that's so horrible i really okay i really don't like this statement only because this is why a lot of people choose not to vote Mm -hmm. because they say it's rigged so okay there's always going to be anomalies of things that don't make sense right but overall it was not i i don't believe that it was rigged. well and if you all you can do is control yourself and like do your part Mm-hmm. And if if you're at least going and voting for someone, then you're at least doing something. I feel like I'm very much of the mind, like, if you're going to complain about something, then do something about it. So, like, if you're going to complain about the state of our world and our yeah. country or your state or your town, then do something about it. Yeah. And if as long as you have the right to vote, then do it. Yeah, it's not futile. It's not futile. Yeah, yeah. I had a thought and I lost it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I'm just saying, yeah, it's it's a lot of the reason that people say, well, I'm just not going to vote because my vote don't count no way. No. I mean, like, I live in Massachusetts, right? So I knew, like, and I voted for Biden. And I knew if I didn't vote, he was still going to win Massachusetts. Yeah. <laughs> but also for my, like, I took my daughter with me and I wanted her to see... I, I took her with me when she was an infant and I voted four years ago. Like, I want her to know that this is something that I value and find really important. Um, and also, like, I've learned as I'm like becoming yeah. a more educated voter that local elections, those are the things that impact your life more than anything else. Um, so, I mean, like, even our governor, Charlie Baker, like, he voted, but he didn't vote for a president. Like he left his presidential section blank, which yeah. I have feelings about, but he still voted for the other thing. So you can still show up and like share your voice. Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. I don't know. Well, that being said, I guess it's time to wrap up, right? <laughs> yes. 
Now that you've had your civics lessons. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, Emily. You're so Thanks awesome. Thanks for having me. You guys yeah. are great. Yeah. yeah. You know, oh, you're good too. Again. Otherwise, Absolutely. we wouldn't have you here. Yeah. yeah. So you have to make dinner. I've enjoyed your perspectives and learned a lot of different views, which is always good. I love when people bring an open mind. Nobody yeah. is going to always agree. Me and Catwoman go at it sometimes, but it's yeah. never a personal attack. We can have a conversation and agree to disagree. And I think so many people need to learn that art. Yeah. I'm not going to try to change how you think, and I don't want anybody to try to change how I think. Unless I'm just really wrong. I can't I am open to people telling me I'm wrong and why. Yeah. But if it's a personal attack, then nobody's listening to anybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think we, we also grow empathy as we hear people's stories. Yeah. Um, and learn more about each other. And so having like hearing about, <laughs> about like your citizenship um kind of journey and voting journey, like hopefully that gives people a little bit more empathy of like and makes them think a little bit more of just like okay like this is a big deal to be able to vote this yeah. is awesome yeah yeah all right well you're gonna say who you are i'm emily i'm Catwoman. and i'm Gigi, the gadget goddess and we are your home your girls home of tech Say the word tech. Am I supposed to say uh, homegirl of tech? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Am I a homegirl of tech now? You are. Yeah, you're a homegirl of tech. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're on the Gadget Chats podcast. Y'all have a great evening. You got something to say? No, I was just going to say catch you guys next Thursday. Yeah. See you Thursday. <laughs> Bye.